I have no questions. I'm literally so ready to slay. Hey, Juliana, we have a, another great guest. Andrew, um, I'm pretty excited, but why don't you introduce them? All right. Scout is a girly pop who's been in my life for many long years. Um, there's nobody I know that slays harder, faster, better, stronger than her. She lives here in Atlanta, Georgia. We don't do improv on a team together, but we do improv together. And she is honestly one of the best comedians I've ever met. It is Scout Smith. Wow. I feel like I've heard you guys introduce as best comedian before. So noted. That was me. So never Andrew. Never Andrew. The year is first. I'm feeling really excited about that. And it's true. Every time I see you perform on stage, I'm like, wow, she is so good. I get a little starstruck. And then I forget, oh, we're friends too. Yeah. Most people do feel starstruck when they meet me. I I don't know what that feels like on the other end. Mm-hmm. I've never myself met someone and felt starstruck. It's, it's when I look in a mirror, you know, but other than that. Scout, I feel the same way. And I think it's because yeah. we haven't seen each other perform maybe, but it's yes. just whenever I watch other people, I'm like, I'm waiting for more. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm constantly waiting for more. Yes, um, of course. But it feels, it feels nice to kind of be in the same caliber, you know, you, with, get it. you know, you get yeah, it. yeah, it's nice. Are you either of you nervous to perform with each other? Are you, is it going to be a competition? You're going to be trying to one up each other the whole time? Or am I trying to pit women against each other? Won't work here. Yeah, won't work. So Scout, just for uh, Juliana and for anyone listening, tell us about what you do here in Atlanta. What brought you here to Atlanta? And anything else that is quirky and fun about you? Oh, and like two sentences about your like deep childhood. Of course. Yeah. Just a quick trauma dump. Yeah, of course. So my my quick trauma dump is that growing up, um, I never really went through an ugly phase. And so it's hard to relate with people that did. Um, I know a lot of comedians are like, I'm so funny now because I was so ugly when I was a kid. Um, I didn't experience that. So my my humor is almost more earned because it's it's literally just like I'm just gorgeous, like drop dead gorgeous. I know this is a podcast, so people can't see my face. We'll post a photo of you. Yeah, we can vouch. Mm-hmm. But that that's a, I would say my trauma is that, and that my mom growing up, like the only thing anytime I had problems, she just would say that people are jealous of me. So that also harbored like a lot of confidence. Um, and segueing into what I do now, I'm an actor. <laughs> um so you're rich oh yeah I'm literally swimming in cash it's it's crazy we're recording from my one bedroom penthouse Mm -hmm. um in the in the peak middle of the city Atlanta yes Elton John lives right above you oh no it's a penthouse below you sorry yes below below but though I let him come up and hang out sometimes he writes all of his songs about me so kind of his muse rocket man yeah, especially man, I have a raspy voice. And so that's kind mm-hmm. of where that connection is there. Um, but yeah, I, I'm on an improv team, the business bitches, um, subtle plug here. Give us a follow on Instagram, business bitches improv. We'll link that in the show notes. We will link it. Yeah. And I, I do comedy. I act, I am a part-time server 
um, in the literal sense of the job and not like serving, like giving looks, uh, which I do that as well. Yeah. I serve at my serving job every Mm -hmm. day. Um, and yeah, I love comedy. I love improv. I love life. What's one thing you don't like about life? Let's lay it out on the table. Yeah. I like don't enjoy people who order half and half teas at my serving job. That's something I don't like about life. Watch out dad. Yeah. The dads like can, can choke. Mm -hmm. Honestly, you heard it here first. The dads can choke. What is your, so you're a server and I know this is weird to harp on being a server when you're an actor as well, but we're just going to keep asking you about your serving job. Um, What is the best thing that's ever happened to you as a server? And also what's the worst thing besides the half and half? The best thing that ever happens to me. Well, okay. Obviously like aside from getting like a random, like fat tip from someone, Mm. The best thing in day-to-day, like the small thing, is when someone says to me, you should be an actor. And then I go, (laughs) I am. I get that all the time. (laughs) Because a performer never turns it off, you know? So true. In fact, it might even be turned up more as a server. Because that customer service voice, oh, baby, is it real? Yeah. She and I are not the same. But when people say that, that's always, like, fun. And they recognize, like there's bigger, there's something bigger for me in this life. Mm -hmm. The worst thing is when someone really, really authentically compliments me on my skills as a server, like it's a compliment. (laughs) Like, I'm like, you're telling me you're really proud of me because I'm cleaning up after you and like taking your order like really well. Like when people will be like, you are so good. You are, you're just so wonderful at your job. And I'm like, yeah, thanks. Can I get that plate out of your way? Like, get out of my life, you know? And I, it's never, I'm always like, <laughs> you should start saying like, oh, you should see me strip. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> you know, that's like, where I really make some good money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You think I'm good at this? Check the polls. And I'm not talking about voting. Yeah. And let me tell you, and I'm not talking about voting, though, no. go vote, go vote. Yeah, seriously, guys, if you haven't voted yet, literally there's a runoff (laughs) get there scout um tell everybody and juliana how we met what was your first impression of me well my first impression of andrew was h-o-t hot amen i I mean and to the people who have not laid eyes on this man like like eyes of a husky like a, a purebred husky like gorgeous tall Nice glass, what do people say? A good drink of water. A tall drink of water. A tall drink of water. I met him through my roommate. And I just was like, wow, this is going to be a bestie, this man in front of me. And did become said bestie. Did become. Yeah. Speaking of tall drinks of water, this is something we usually ask. And by usually, I mean, we ask it every time. Um, But it's usually bleeped out because people are so secretive about their crushes. Um, So Scout, uh, who is your biggest crush right now and why? Oh my God. See, and now to not even be gossipy, to be real and just be raw and honest and open. Like my biggest crush is my girlfriend, Mackenzie. She will be listening to the podcast. That's a real crush. We're just simply in love, which is disgusting. Because mm-hmm. I was like a loveless hack 
a mere five months ago. And let me, here's the thing. Here's why I'm upset with you, Scout. So there was one Mm -hmm. night I was just feeling so lonely and sad. So I was very lonely. It was like literally like 10 p.m. Called up my (sighs) girly girl Scout and I was like, hey, can I come over? And she's like, yes, of course. And we just had like the cutest little sleepover and we just Mm -hmm. were like both sad and lonely together. And I'm not even kidding. It felt like three days later, you were like, I'm in a committed relationship. And I was like, what? Come this, on. This queer girl said two days later, we're moving in. We're in love. <laughs> We've already exchanged vows. Yeah. No, I honest to God, like praise be. I was everyone's single favorite single friend. And I think it was like a shock for many lives as I've touched in this community. Like <laughs> I was always a veil. I am still always a veil. I love being a little social butterfly. But I was like everyone's favorite little third, everyone's favorite little thing. And now I'm a I'm in a one with my lady. Wow. After hearing that story, it really makes me want to visit Atlanta again just to hang out with Andrew and have just like this huge you know, like shit fest and be like, oh, like I'm so single. Cause I feel like maybe that's the trick. Maybe I go hang out with Andrew, cry. And then maybe in a couple days, I mean, there I am, you know, I'm walking down that aisle. That's Andrew's like gift to earth. I swear though, that could be a true because all of my friends who I would like hang out with might, that could be a true, true. you might be truthing because all of my friends who I'd hang out with and be like, us oh, being single sucks, being single sucks. Literally all of them are together with somebody now. Wait, not me booking a flight tonight after this. <laughs> Except for you, Juliana. Booking a flight on Spirit. Gotta get there. <laughs> I will say, I feel kind of, I feel like I've kind of got the, if there's a shit end of a stick to get with Andrew, which there's really not. But I think I kind of did because the only time I hung out with Andrew one-on-one in Atlanta, I ended up naked on his bathroom floor. Leave that in. Leave that in. And now people are saying, are the people of the murder I barely know her cast in a secret relationship? We're not. I got covered up and promptly moved to bed. But when I Andrew's a gentleman. Andrew's a a gentleman. I'm a gentleman. I didn't even take one photo. Yeah. I took two. (laughs) When I woke up Winnie the Poohing it and then didn't end up with a serious boyfriend after that, that's hard. Literally sitting sitting at the doctor's office and it's like someone's sucking my face. It's like crazy. Oh, CVS pharmacy inside a Target? Come on. Got my vaccine the other day. The nurse giving it to me just leapt on me. It was crazy. I got more than one shot that <laughs> that's not a good one. It was crazy nurses at the CVS pharmacies. And my girlfriend's it. literally a nurse, so that's funny. Oh, so that's how y'all met. <laughs> that yeah. was not the origin story. Yeah, she literally leapt on me at the CVS pharmacy. You're still not vaccinated. No, no, I never got the shot. Like, I'm like, hello. Well, you have your COVID vaccine. That was for rabies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Rabies and and um, just a, a terrible, terrible encounter with a bat. But if you had to get attacked by a bat to get attacked by Mackenzie, it was worth it, right? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. She's definitely about level playing field of a bat, for sure. All right. Should we uh, get into it? Oh, yeah, we shall. And we did get some great suggestions. Oh, amazing. Let's get some of those. Um, so we have a Quinny.rule. We love Quinny. She's actually going to be a guest coming up. Oh, well, she wanted to be a guest before she was a guest because her um, suggestion was vitamins. Um, A past guest commented air freshener. And this might be my favorite one. Barbara from Shark Tank is our third. How does that sound? It's in the chat for those who want to 
Scout, would you like to just recap the audience on what they are and we'll get right into it? Yeah. So for our little murder mystery tonight, we had a weapon that was vitamins, the motive air freshener, and the alibi, you'll never guess, Barbara from the famous TV series, Shark Tank. Let's go sharks. Let's go sharks. Let's go sharks. So I was watching an episode of Shark Tank yesterday, mm-hmm. and they had a disclaimer in the bottom of the um, episode saying that they're not responsible and cannot um, comment on any deaths affiliated with the show, which I thought was really interesting. And so I did a little deep dive and... Um, there is a little bit of a messy past with some Shark Tank contestants. Did you guys hear about that? Yes. Right when you sent it over to us, I was enthralled. But before we get any yeah. further, Scout, I just you watched the episode. I just want to know what your favorite invention was from that episode. Oh, my gosh. This sweet little five-year-old had invented a highlighter that erases um, on coloring books Whoa. Mm-hmm. The hide and light. Hide and light. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So it's teaching kids to study while still being artistic um, and then knowing that mistakes are okay. But if it makes you really nervous, then you can just erase your mistakes. Wow. Which it was beautiful. They He didn't end up getting the money because um, he was mm. so young, which I don't know, ageism kind of came into play for me. I thought that was pretty messed up. That really is. Um well, and ageism, I think, comes into play a little bit in the murder as well. Oh. Mm. Um, so it's interesting that that particular episode kind of parallels um, what happened as well. So that disclaimer is on that specific episode because other than um, Heidenlight, uh, there was a man uh, on that episode who they found out some really disturbing things about him and his invention that he had brought on the show. And so the disclaimer was just, you know, Shark Tank's not liable. Right, which it's like, what a bold statement. It's, you know, the rich getting away with murder, literally. Literally, because they wouldn't have had the platform um, to basically affect as many, you know, without Shark Tank. So it's weird that Mm. they're not taking the fall for that, as they should. So I know everybody's wondering who was this person? What was their, um, their product? Uh, his name was Joseph Rebecca. Joseph Rebecca. Mm. Creepy guy. Creepy guy. And his product, um, was vitamins. It was a new men's dietary supplement, um, that had 50 grams of protein in one Mm -hmm. capsule pre-workout, in the same capsule, uh, it also had chia seeds, toothpaste, and also, um, what was the last thing, Juliana? SPF. SPF, that's right. It was right. supposed to replace putting on sunscreen because, you know, men, notoriously bad. Um, yeah, and vitamins really had sort of an underground movement start because um, Mr. Rebecca had been selling these illegally i mean this was not fda proof this was you know no he had been he had been selling these i mean i guess the only word would be incels he had been selling them to incels in his neighborhood 
um, you know, to like beef them up or whatever. And finally it gained enough traction that he was prompted to audition for the show. Right. And it's crazy that the show didn't do more research because um, upon a quick search, um, we had found uh, an article uh, with a voice memo from someone who said that there were underground meetings for the vitamins. And I actually have that voice recording. I think Andrew has it of um, one of the men um, talking about the vitamins and it's very eerie, very creepy, um, just pretty unsettling. So Mm -hmm. I guess trigger warning with this. Guys, I got to tell you about vitamins. Vitamins has changed my whole life. I've got to tell you, my voice didn't used to be this deep, but now listen to it. It's so smoky and sultry, and I've gotten 18 women pregnant with vitamins. I have hair sprouting all over my body. What's more manly than hair everywhere? And we have this chant that we do at our, at our vitamins group meeting that goes a little bit like this. Vitamins, vitamins, who can do it? My vitamins cans. If you don't buy vitamins, I'm going to come for you. Ooh, chills. chills. That's a little scary. And and none of the sharks knew this. Um, no. So no. we won't play the whole clip from the show because I'm afraid of copyright infringement. But yeah. um, actually, um, Lori does have a really... Um, you might have seen it gone viral on TikTok, her response to um, hearing about vitamins. Uh, it's a very, very funny clip. So we'll just play that real quick. Vitamins is absolutely disgusting. I would never back something like this. And, and the men on the panel were actually considering it, which is ridiculous. I mean, to ask to get 1% of the company in exchange for 50 million dollars if that doesn't scream men take over i don't know what will women so just no no get them out of here stop it mr rebecca you can't come back here during an interview please let me in please let me in no i own a basketball team that was mark cuban came in at the end yeah Clearly, he hasn't taken vitamins because his voice was sounding a little high. Crazy, crazy. And she's okay now. Um, but obviously, that's why we didn't see any of that. Um, and of course, death was involved. So, touchy subject. Yeah. It was actually the first time the um, billionaire of, oh, I forget his name, but he's the heir to a pie company, um, Giorgio Stacks. Giorgio Stacks. Yeah, Giorgio Stacks. He um, is a descendant of um, Cutie Pies, which is this huge, it's literally where all your frozen pies come from. If you've eaten a frozen pie, frankly, if you've gotten a pie from a store, it's it's been Cutie Pies. Yeah. Um, so he is a billionaire because of his family, and he was going to be a guest shark for the first time mm. ever that episode. And it just so happened that taking that guest spot really sealed his fate. Mm. Um, yeah, out of everyone that day, I think he was the least versed on kind of emergency protocols around the show. Um, so he really didn't know what to do when it all went wrong. So every product, um, 
if it's edible, all of the sharks try it right then and there on camera. Mm-hmm. And so all of them at their little stations had their little their little Dixie cup with the one little vitamin in it. Um, which this is also another uh, another issue. The, the vitamin it was about the size of a pickle. It was a huge mm. pill. Um, very hard to swallow in one go. But uh, meant to be swallowed in one go, which is it won't be effective. Exactly. If you don't completely um, deep throat it. Yeah. Exactly. And um, so, uh, Mr. Rebecca was talking and explaining these things. All of the sharks very dubious. Very, they're asking questions. Um, Giorgio Stax immediately swallows this. Immediately. No questions asked. Smile on his face. Not even a gag reflex. Down in one go. Well, he had been used to tasting so many pies throughout his lifetime. I think he just no longer had a gag reflex. He saw food in front of him, shoved it down. Shoved it down. Yeah. yeah. It's it's part of the training of cutie pies is you, mm-hmm. you have to be able to, to deep throat a pie in one go. Otherwise, you can't really appreciate the flavors. Yeah. Yeah. I worked there for a couple of years, actually. Yeah. Oh, so you can also deep throat. Yeah. That's incredible. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, so did you ever um, meet Giorgio Stacks? Do you have any? Um... You know, I never met him personally, but every year he or his assistant, who really knows, but they would send out a Christmas card and it was just so sweet. They would send out a Christmas card with different selfies. So he'd be like, oh, I'm at home or like, oh, I'm, I'm at the factory or like here, oh, I'm you at a showed bakery. Me those. Yeah, yeah. It was all. It was all, and uh, we can put those on the Instagram. Yeah, and every so single sweet. one, he's deep throating something. Yeah, yeah. It was so sweet. That's really, really kind. So, yeah. So it's interesting. This really sweet guy, eager to take this pill, naive, naive. I mean, it's like, and and what goes wrong? What's you know, well, Andrew, we know what goes wrong. After he took the pill, um, that's kind of when when we think hell broke loose, you know. Mm-hmm. Of course, he's able to get home that night. Mark, Lori, Barbara continue with meetings and whatnot. And, you know, what happened? Yeah. So um, Giorgio Stax's wife, Mrs. Stax, um, mm-hmm. Janetta Stax, was brushing her teeth and she heard a gurgling noise coming from the bedroom. And her initial thought was, oh, that's just Giorgio deep throating again. Um, And so she didn't think anything of it. And uh, she walked in. Well, actually, we have the interview that um, she gave the police if we just want to play the rest of that. And she's Italian. Oh, with a name like Janetta? Of course. Well, I walked in to the room and uh, Giorgio, he always, uh, he always had deeper throats, so I'd not think anything of it, but uh, he seemed to be gurgling longer than he normally does. And so I, I go in and I look and, oh my God, I'm sorry. Just thinking about it again, it, it hurts as my my heart, but my sweet Giorgio was on the floor, uh, and he was unalived. And I think it was something upset his little tummy, and it scared me so much. And I called 911, and and they asked me, 
what what he do, what he take. And I say, I don't know. He always deep throat. So he deep throated something that uh, uh, just met his end. And I just so scared. You could really hear the fear in um, Mrs. Stack's voice. And the Italian heritage. And yeah, yeah. I, you know, it's funny when, when they mentioned that his wife was Italian, I was thinking, you know, like New York Italian, New Jersey Italian. So to know that he married an immigrant woman is also just heartbreaking. They met on a trip um, in it, when he was in Italy because he was actually trying to find a man in the, these vineyards. This is what I read, like down a deep, dark hole. Mm-hmm. They were trying to meet this man in the vineyards who can perfectly convert um, the smell smells in general to be like home air fresheners. And so he wanted the smells of his pies to be forever in people's homes. And that was actually Janetta's, um, he gave that to Janetta to be her, um, her prize, her, her company. Um, Mm -hmm. and so that that's what she did, uh, for her job and that's how they met. And so it was really beautiful story. It's beautiful. Yeah. Until you dig a little deeper and you realize that Joseph Rebecca had been sleeping with Janetta Stacks. Mm. That that is something that was the most shocking thing I read. One because Janetta is such a beautiful Italian woman, and I I don't mean to be rude. I, I know we try to be just so unbiased. When we're doing these things, but Joseph Rebecca is very fugly, mm. um, and so you wonder. I I mean I don't know. Just I, she must have just been attracted to that type of man, mm. a misogynist. And, you know, we have to ask ourselves, were his pills working? Because this man reportedly was 5'1". And by the time that this all happened, he was 5'3". So, so hairy. Yes. Well, the height, the height is something to be noted because um, Giorgio Stacks, famously not stacked, was 411 and so i'm wondering now if and you know if the the listeners have caught up to this janetta was chasing someone who could give her height literally Mm. literally Mm. wanted a man um oh god and just to think maybe giorgio took that pill so quickly because he knew janetta was slipping away so if you're following along listeners things have things have unfolded a little bit um the police are now investigating both joseph rebecca and janetta all of this has come out both of them are suspects Mm -hmm. they both have reason to kill giorgio but there was one special little detail that really sealed Joseph Rebecca's fate. The reason why the police knew Janetta couldn't have done it. Juliana, you want to take that? Mr. Stax had left Janetta with that basically fortune making idea of the air fresheners smelling like pies. Um, The kind of weird thing was, even though she was chasing after um, Joseph Rebecca, she was also chasing after, her dream, her American dream, one might say, of becoming a self-made 
billionaire like her husband. She wanted to be on QVC. She wanted Lori's endorsement. Yeah. And Lori wouldn't give it to her. But, but you, know you know who, who did? would? Barbara. Barbara. Because if you go to the next episode in season 32 of Shark Tank, mm-hmm. you see, lo and behold, Janetta pitching yeah. her air fresheners, sealing a deal with Barbara. Qu- quick and easy. Quick and easy deal for sure that episode. She made $10 trillion. The biggest um, offer ever. Uh, and in just an easy thing for Janetta to not have lifted a finger while just toying with these men, which I'm kind of a fan. I'll be honest. Yeah, I'll be honest. Here on Murder, I Barely Know Her, we are kind of a fan. At least the women here are. I'm yeah. a fan too. Oh, that was a, that was, a, you took a, a second to respond there. Yeah, it was, that was a lot of dead space. Sorry, that was my mic. Mind. There were issues. Of course. So Janetta Stacks, excuse me, this Italian woman falls in love with Giorgio Stacks, finds a man that could get her to where she needed to be and gets rid of the one by really not doing anything because, I mean, what? So Giorgio fell in love with her, did what needed to be done. She didn't really have to lift a finger. No, she was actually... um... I'm I'm sure wanted to get rid of him somehow, but then jo- Joseph just beat her to it. Yeah. And luckily, she didn't have to take the fall, you know? Mm-hmm. Joseph, Rebecca, after the, you know, after it all came out that um, the, the death, basically, of Mr. Sachs had come out, I mean, he basically knew what had happened. The next day, he tried to attack the shark tank, mm-hmm. um, which we heard earlier. Yep. Um, and he came back basically with a vengeance um, because I think he just knew that they were going to tie it back to him somehow. Yeah. Um, and it was a really scary day for the sharks, but um, the police were really easily swayed to get to the bottom of this because of the trillions of dollars being thrown at them. Right. And they did. They really did. And now Janetta's air freshener business is booming and what was the name of it scout it had a really clever name her the name of the air freshener company yeah it was little italian centaroonies which i think is really sweet mm-hmm. little mm-hmm. italian centaroonies which it has nothing to do with the pie company I, I think she wanted to shed that from all of my research you know if you look on her website little italian centaroonies.com centaroonies for the listeners out there centaroonies is S-C-E-N-T-E-R-I-N-O-S, Centaroonies, I-E-S, pardon. That sounded like Centaronis. Yes, but so it's with, it's spelled in Italian. Oh. So the English, the English translation is Centaroonies, but it's, it's Centaronis, yes. Because that sounds like a pasta. No, she does not. She actually is gluten-free. Yeah, she doesn't eat pasta. No. And then the the kicker of it all is that she is on QVC now. So let's mm-hmm. play a little clip of her victory. I am uh, here selling my little Santorunis, and today you can get a uh, many cents 
uh, one scent is um, evergreen misogyny, and it smells like men trying to imp impress you. And another scent is gluten-free pasta, which is a, a scent of my home. Wow, Lori, these smell really good, don't they? Yes, yes they do. Thank you. Thank you. Get on out here, Barbara. You've blown your cover, but we'll have you on the show, too. Everybody, it's Barbara from Shark Tank. Hi, everyone. Um, I just want to say, wow, this has been uh, uh, an interesting time for me. Sweaty, to say the least, but nothing a little payoff can't do. <laughs> oh, um, but uh, don't you, Janetta, have a scent that you want to introduce to Barbara right now as thanks for sponsoring you? Yes. Uh, the scent is, uh, aren't you glad you've got a Barbara? And that is the scent. It is my favorite. What about one for basketball? I'm Mark Cuban. Mark, get out of here. You're on the next episode about the Hyden Light. Oh, I love the Hyden Light. I get that for my little daughter. She you have a so daughter. I do. I do. She's going to take over the business one day. Uh, mama, uh, mama, where's yes. my hiding light? Oh, baby, it's in your bucket. Uh. Uh, mama, what do, what do I do without you? Cut to commercial. There are too many people on camera. Such an interesting case. Um, and uh, in my mind, a happy ending. Joseph Rebecca's behind, behind bars. Well, I think the the story here is he is behind bars but he wasn't a good person to begin with and so True. that's why um nobody's really looking into it any further and i heard he's um selling his vitamin illegally in jail anyways and still making a profit so apparently you can make it in a toilet yes yes yeah. just like a toilet hooch yep just let it harden then deep throat it baby Scout, thank you so much for joining us tonight on the podcast. We had such a good time with you. <laughs> this has been so fun. Everybody, you can find Scout on social media, right? Yeah, I am on social media. I believe my social media is scoutsmith underscore underscore. We'll link it in the show notes. Yeah, look it up. Anything that'll make people giggle on there? Yeah, I have some TikToks on there that are really hilarious. Um, or pictures of me uh, when I was single are funny because I'm just sad. Um, give us your improv troops name one more time. Business Bitches Improv. I got so much clearer. You held that really close to your face. Thank you so much. Let's all deep throat our mics. Okay. Like Elvis? <laughs> We're lost in a cloud with too much rain. Thanks, Caroline Munsell, for our theme music. Thank you to all of our listeners. Rate, like, rate us, re review, subscribe, uh, share. And thank you to our sponsor, Vitamins. Vitamins. Just deep throat. Could you tell my voice is a little deeper this podcast? <laughs> Thanks to Vitamins, it is. Men are the future. <laughs> vitamins. <laughs> That's a good slogan for vitamins. You should pitch that. Oh, I've been writing down so many ideas for this vitamins thing. I think I could really go go somewhere in life. Yeah, what are more? Yeah, um, it's vitamin, vita, get big. Yeah. 
That's good. Men are our future, women are past. Get a vitamin and make it last. An edit of that is also, give vitamin and kick some ass. Oh, I like that better. Yeah. Because it makes men aggro in a good way. I like That's that. That's the one that plays on Pornhub. The other one plays yeah. on NBC. Yeah. It right, could be like, right. men are the future, women are past. Love we that. have something here for sure. Yeah. Y'all no, do the do. jingle and the slogan and I'll just make it in my toilet. We all got to learn something about each other. Yeah, I, I, I learned that I should brush up on my Italian accent, which is so humbling. <laughs> I tried to give you the New Jersey one. Yeah, I could have actually like really rocked New Jersey, but you simply said Italian. <laughs> I don't know. I could do New Jersey any day. <laughs> I know. I sense that from you. Maybe this will but humble you and let people know that not everybody's jealous all the time. They're probably jealous at how, how I took that on with such ease. You didn't fumble a single word. <laughs> I mean, I was speaking perfect Italian the whole time. So I'm I could barely confused. understand you. We're going to have to translate that. That's all going to have to be translated. We might have you back in for voiceover. Disclaimer, this entire episode is dubbed over. Scout had to translate for us. She did the entire episode in perfect Italian.